0: Hello and welcome to this episode of Speaking About Speaking. And once again, I have a full screen. So welcome to the screen, uh, Christoph Stoughton, Marky Mark Masters, Westro Cooper. Thank you for being here. Uh, so, without hello Hi, everyone. To do, hello. Um, we are here today to talk about speaking and why the people out there watching us should be speaking to their audiences so perhaps before we start we'll just go around quickly and if you wouldn't mind just introducing yourselves and saying what you do and why speaking for your business or for your own personal reasons is uh, a good thing to do why and why you wanted to get started in this in the speaking realm so Christoph, can we start with you
1: well, I mean, that was. It, I used to see the transformation. See, I used to sit here and go, well, if she comes to me first, I'm going to go into a panic. But <laughs> seeing as I've been now uh, the uh, speaker club several times, it doesn't faze me at all. Um, yeah, what I love to do is to see um, uh, small businesses create project driven businesses, create value, long term value within their businesses. Um, And by project driven, I mean anybody from creatives to building firms, people who work on projects predominantly. So that's what I love to do. I love to witness people transform their kind of hobby or their expertise or their technical ability into a business that's worth something that they can sell or bequeath or or get excited about. And um, I guess when you're in that situation, In any situation, you need to be able to be aware of what you're doing and you need to be able to express it. And uh, the expression bit of that, the pitching bit of that, the bit that tells everybody what you do in such enthusiasm um, so that you don't just say, "Hmm, I'm a business coach, is important. Um, So being able to express it confidently in any situation, whether it's on paper or in front of an audience, but let's face it, when you're putting something up Mm -hmm. on the online that is in front of an audience, as far as I'm concerned, is is a vital skill. So coming to the Speaker Club is a way of honing that vital skill. We can't do without it. I hope that makes sense. Absolutely. Brilliant. Thank you, Christoph. And welcome, Mark.
0: You literally popped on as we as we went live there. So thank you for being here. Uh, so introduce yourself.
2: Hello. Good to see you. Good to see you, westrom and Christoph. So I'm Mark master's marketing consultant but also have the you are the media community and you are the media represents how we can learn how we can come together and this thing around self-sufficiency and how we can promote ourselves and the work that we do it just feels easier when we can do it with people around us and people join in rather than being in isolation and so the reason not just me but for other people as well is that when we want similar to, to what Christoph was talking about, in when we need to get a point across. I've spent a lot of my life. Uh, my, my my nature is currently is, is always kind of over infused and sporadic, and that um has held me back because that means that I wasn't necessarily taken seriously. You can still have fun, but you can still be taken seriously. And so when I say The reason speaking helps is that that ability to get a point across that we can still do it in an upbeat, fun way. But when we need to get the serious points across, I believe that we do need help and we do need advice because those moments to pause are those moments that we need to get um, a strong point across. We can't be, and I believe now that you can't do it. But it's just like straight like that. Do it well like this, everybody. And let, because we never, no one ever takes time out to talk in front of the mirror or or, or or to have that quiet place. We don't. But the more that we do it, the more assured and the more confident that we become as well. So that's that's my little gambit for saying why speaking and presenting is important to all of us. Yeah, I was talking there as well
0: yeah absolutely uh brilliant thank you mark westrow
3: yes very connected to both uh what christoph and mark have said i i'm a freelance copywriter and so um i got to network both in person again and online and you need to present yourself and even if you don't have ambition to speak for four thousands, just walking into a room full of people, if you know if you can if you know that you're able to speak to a group, able to do a presentation without too much hesitation, then your confidence is much greater and you're much easier, much more at ease, and better able to present yourself, and better able to present yourself well, so that uh, a few people might hire you. Now and again um and you know you never know who is in the room you never know where you, you may be just having a chat and then you find out that person is actually the head of an advertising agency and is looking for a technical writer like yourself so it's always good to or at least i have found it's always good to feel more confident feel as confident as you can and to brush up your skills uh, uh since the pandemic for example everything was online for years there was no live events and now they're coming back again good thing but now it's time to f- brush up your skills really well that's yeah that's part of, part of the reason why i joined the group last year
0: yeah Absolutely. I mean, that's that's a good point, isn't it? And I do wonder whether. Just to say, we've got Jennifer here as well, so all of you know. Uh, so know Jennifer from the Speaker Club too. And Jennifer, we can we can't see you, but we can see your comments. So if you are anybody out there listening or has a question or a comment, please do put it in. We are we are here to answer your questions as well. Um, because we're, you know, we're we're all speaking from our own experience here. So if you've got anything you want to ask, then do. But I think that's really valid, West, about uh that that do you think, do you think it's changed? Um, do you think it's more relevant now that we need to speak, not just to an audience, but as you say, if you walk into a networking space and you can speak confidently on your subject or com- confidently about you and who you are, is it more relevant now to be able to do that? after the pandemic and is it something that's come out of the pandemic almost as a as as a skill that people need more
3: i'm not sure that it's a skill you need more but it's a skill you need to have just as you've always needed to have it or you have missed out if you don't have it because uh, you miss if to miss out on presenting yourself well is to miss out on opportunities and so whilst i think it, it's just as relevant always Um, because there weren't many live events it's easy to become unfamiliar with actually being in a room with other people or say if you are going to speak to a small group to actually have people sitting or standing in front of you just faces looking at you similarly on screen that's even more uh not alienated but you, people are just there on screen and yeah. you have to perform to for example to present the piece of work you've just done yeah and the better able you are able to make a good show of presenting your work the more likely the person paying for it is likely to be pleased
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely. absolutely keep hiring you yeah so mark obviously the, it during the pandemic i mean you you were very much used mm-hmm. to standing on on stage for the conference for the you other media uh, events that you put on when it all went online and you were then presenting to a room however many people there were on the screen how how difficult was that to go from being in front of people to actually presenting in on a screen did you have to yeah, present differently I
2: can always remember, what did we do? We did something during the pandemic. I can always remember my my um, soft skills, my small talk went out the window. There's one thing that we did. I don't know what it was, it was. We did one thing when we collected laptops and computers <clears throat> to give to the school, local schools, so they could give to families that didn't have laptops and computers. And so what a noble person first of all <laughs> what a noble anecdote i teed that up okay 10 out of 10 for that When's to the school, but i can remember going around to people <laughs> i can remember going to people's houses do you know what am my small and this chat just went out the window so normally we find nice little ways to say hello and how's it going I remember all that just went out so you're, you're learning again we're all learning a new skill so that thing when you're saying when you when we started it when we we're all locked indoors it was weird because you can't gauge anything it was what Westro has just alluded to I still find it really hard I can't gauge you can't gauge feedback you can't gauge a smile. And I always remember the first one we did, the first few of the media online that we did. And when we finished, it was great. It was a brilliant. It was a brilliant feeling. It was chaos. But it was 60, 70 people that were there on Zoom.
1: Yeah, It was my birthday, too.
3: Yeah. <laughs> when, I we remember stopped, it well.
2: when we stopped, probably the same one you said as well. It was silent. And it was just this thing of silence when the thing had finished. And you can't, and that's the that's this thing I mean of of learning new skills and being aware of new situations. We would sing at the end and all that silly stuff that we do, and then it would just stop. So I found it extremely difficult, but it just means that we do sharpen, we do sharpen ourselves and these new skills that we learn and how we can address people. But my goodness, we maybe it's for the better or for the worse, but it certainly exposed us to lots of different ways that enabled us to learn about our own behaviour.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, w- I want to come back to you because it does interest me it, with you in particular, Mark, of that that, that you were on stage as you were speaking, and then you came along to the speaker club to get that kind of feedback or, or or whatever. So I'd like to come back and talk to you about that. But Christoph, before we before we move move on. D- how, how was the lockdown for you and, and speaking for your business and for how, how did it work for you?
1: I suppose uh, you know, there's two things, and listening to Mark and, and Westeros, it, it, it brings it home, is that, is that when we're on screen, we kind of forget that we're performing because here I am sitting in my little room and I've got the screen on and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, there could be 60,000 people out there watching us now um because you're so famous jackie apart from anything else um and wester and mark are also similarly so celebrity so we're on we're on screen one stage now as we speak um and uh when you're live the old glossophobia as you introduced me to the word jackie kicks in and people start talking in strange nanu nanu shazbat type language, and and you know, um, and suddenly become inauthentic. They they lose themselves. So in a way, this is quite good. This sort of intimacy that you have with a screen is fine because you don't get the ner- the same nerves. But you know, people used to pay me to moderate events and speak on stage and stuff. But I was always dealing with someone else's subject. You know, I was facilitating or uh, learning a little bit about it, and then. Uh, Making sure that an event ran smoothly and asking questions and interviewing and all that kind of stuff But when it comes to actually talking about yourself That's when it really starts to become uh, You know the stakes are high uh, So to speak, so that's what makes me nervous and that's why I think it's good to practice Speaking on the subjects that you enjoy so that you become um, Rehearsed in them, but not in a kind of fake inauthentic way but in a, you know, in a good communicative, communicative way so that people can understand you because that's your message. It's what you want to say. Um, and hopefully you're talking to everyone who wants to listen to it. So that's really, I suppose, the switch between being in this kind of lockdown mode where it's very easy somehow to talk on screen. You don't feel like you have to make an effort. Of course you do. And lots of people fell into that trap. And then moving on to a stage which... Um, you know, is an event. It, um, however big or small it is, it's something that gets the heart racing and the glossophobia invading.
0: Yeah, no, that's a, a very valid point because I've I've done that myself in in lockdown. You're quite used to presenting and being on screen, and as you say, you're in your own space. You are feeling safe, and yeah, and of course you try, but you don't. The, the, the nerves that kick in when you step on a stage or in front of an audience live is something completely different (laughs) so tell me mark then how uh how you feel sort of coming into something like the speaker club any speaker club you know whether it's toastmasters the whatever what what's the benefit do you think why do you need to work out your speaking muscles in that way when you've had the kind of experience of speaking on stages that you have
2: um because it helps and i'm picking up on here of what james highlighted in a comment um Uh, it all relates to this about when you speak, this message that it's delivered from. Here we go. Let's answer it now. So James said in his second sentence, when I speak, I'm driven to speak and deliver a message that is near and dear to my heart. And in relation to your question that you just asked here, uh, it makes me sound all prepped. Uh, uh, It's this. What works is when people, right, James, this is what I now know, is when people can associate what you share with an idea, okay? So for years, I was swallowed, the, in my profession, this content marketing pill. But nobody else come on board with it, or certainly not the audience that I wanted. And But if you find something that you believe in, that is relatable to other people then you lean into it and the way that you lean into it means that you can talk with authority on what you believe in. Christoph's helped me loads but the more that we understand the simplicity of it all and this is when the more that we understand the simplicity of it all we also recognize that that's also really hard as well. Make it sounding complex is easy but this thing of simplicity is really really hard so coming into a room sharing that I had all these ideas in my head for for years. All these all these ideas that flow through, but I could never share it properly. Just the way that uh, the way that I am, and it's just kind of that ability to get your that thing that you believe in that you can share from a, a way that's kind of calm, thought about, but you believe in. The more that you do it, and the more that you can share with other people, or just the simplicity of what you what well, we go through with you, Jackie, in terms of breathing, in terms of relaxing, in terms of how we address other people. So we know what we believe in, we know what we stand for, we know what's relatable to other people. And then we practice and find out our skills of delivering that. So people think, I get it, I'd like to come on board that. That, my friends, is a skill in itself. And that's what we always want to be working at. So, yes, that's my endorsement to anybody stepping into that space that means addressing other people.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, you know, go to James' point there about is this a, a speaking, a, a skill that you honed or developed? Well, yeah, you learn to develop it. And that's what that's what getting into a space with other people in real life Coming into that space like you did, Mark, with all of these ideas, like you do, Christoph and Westro. You know, you, we all have lots that we want to say, lots and lots of stuff that we want to get across to our audience. But unless and until you get in front of other people and until you speak it out loud to other people, then you don't un, you don't know whether you're, what you're saying is being understood, whether what you're saying is simple enough. You know, we all try to be sometimes that person that we expect other people think we should be and expect us to be yeah. and actually the the simplicity that you say is is what is is where you want to get to and until you can do that in front of other people you you don't really know that so it is a, it's it really is something you need to develop yeah. and work on west what's you what's your take
3: on on that that's certainly certainly the case of practicing um where there's a fa- that very famous letter. I'm sorry, the, long, the letter's so long. If I'd had more time, it would have been shorter. The key is, it takes work and practice to make something simple. But I think more. I would also point to this, speaking. You kind of presuppose that you know what to, you know what you want to say. I.e., you've got a speech and you want to give it. But in fact, there'll be many times and many situations where You're going to be surprised, someone's going to ask you a question, or you're going to be suddenly asked, Would you like to contribute? And you have to have practiced not the answer to that question, but being able to respond to something you haven't practiced at all. And going to something like the speaker club gives you the opportunity both to practice that and to find out what you find most difficult. example i was completely couldn't continue when i i picked you a question for the minute questions about something like what would you recommend about yourself so and like that i find always find difficult to say you know i could tell you plenty give a long speech on what what's bad about me (laughs) but so you have to kind of so that's one the other valuable thing of practice is you get more practiced at the unexpected can i add something
1: yeah Just of to, to that to what's been said as well and then something that occurred to me when i was thinking about what we we're talking about today was when you when you build a product you, you make one and you hope to sell thousands of them when you're speaking on stage you're communicating an idea and you're hoping thousands of people are going to listen to it and that's how you kind of that's how you amplify your message and if you're rubbish about it when you're talking then you're obviously not going to sell so uh, you know in a in in being asked to sit on a panel as Westrow suggests, to, to sort of respond to something you're still in that mode of your ideas and the way that you think your personal brand I think we would call it now being on show in front of and you only need to do one successful job to reach an awful lot of people when you're on stage. And that's an important dynamic because it really amplifies you and and what you you offer in the same way that an advertisement on television would advertise your product.
0: Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Uh, Mark, <laughs> you are on the screen, Mark. You could actually just just speak, but you said here that uh, you got Westridge to talk to a room of strangers on Friday.
2: Yes, I have. Yes, he is. <laughs> um, so we're doing with uh, the Creator Lab with a college. Uh, it's about writing and being better at writing. So uh, I asked Westro to come in and share his his advice with a room of um, students that are part of Creator Lab. So we're getting it hot. We're getting it hot with him, really? kind of in here. He's in here talking. He's having a good week. He's having he's having a he's having a big week doing this now. Then <laughs> in front of a group of people on, on Friday. So again. Okay. I will come back, Jackie, and give you his and give you the scores out of ten on Friday afternoon.
0: Brilliant. I
2: mean
0: would you have yes. been <laughs> confident to do that before you know the experience of, of the last few months at uh, the speaker club?
3: Uh, no. I would have yeah, been very there. It is. Very much <laughs> there well, it that's the <laughs> correct to, answer. To say yes. <laughs> I mean <laughs> and I like James uh remark, I've never been uneasy about speaking in front of an audience. I'm completely the opposite. I've never been easy about speaking in front of an audience. And so, uh, yeah, it, for me, it's been essential to practise in various groups oh, that's brilliant. The, over the years.
0: <laughs>
3: brilliant. I know, and, we'll easy, <laughs> and I'm
1: reminded that in one of the speaker clubs, you talked about writing in a way that I'd never heard before. Uh, which was really uh, don't lose that because that that was uh, that was really moving actually it was really can you share yeah, it, it was really no, oh what well, Westro did yeah yeah yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah
0: yeah no there's been some amazing stuff that's come out because obviously everybody's come into that space that's that I think and I hope feels very safe and supportive so that you feel that you can put these ideas across and get the feedback so it's not just about the speaking it's not just about the speaking practice but it's the ideas it's about getting a, an opportunity to put your ideas out there as well yeah but I would like to I would like to ask as well though because I don't know how many of you expected when you turned up to the speaker club that we would be doing the breathing we would be doing the warm-up I would get you to do sort of improv out of your comfort zone stuff how how was that and do you think it helps uh Christoph, what do you think?
1: um no and yes um I, I kind of had um ha- having had some experience and actually worked in with a, some actors before prepping speakers for things so I expected a bit of breathing but you know we do a bit of yoga and a bit of shaking out and a bit of being ridiculous which relaxes everybody and yes it's a very safe environment in which um uh, uh, to do that um and as far as sort of doing improv and stuff I mean that's just been it's just it was a bit scary the first one wasn't it <laughs> frankly <laughs> and then, and then it, it it's become so much easier and i think i said to you at the last one you know i wouldn't i wouldn't feel so comfortable i wouldn't be jumping at the chance to do it um so um yeah i mean there's there's been things that i've expected and things that have been wonderful surprises and, and actually really really helped with uh, my ability to be able to respond in a sensible way to people's questions when I'm in front of an audience.
0: Good, brilliant, Mark. Oh, yeah, also, yeah,
2: really hard. I really struggle. Um, it's, it's good. It's nothing. It's and I've, I've been open about it. But the that kind of improv environment, I really uh, I struggle with. But uh, that's that's not that's not there as a bad thing. It's just something that. Can sometimes make me. F- it's good. I've just I've discovered lots of new things in the past six or so months. So this element of stuff that's on the hoof or quick, or these little exercises where you're sitting in the middle and people are talking at you, or you can't say a word, or you can't say something and just express a feeling or something like that. I, I do find it really tough. But again, this the the past few months have seen really good things. Like I've discovered. Um, the stuff around creative wellness as well, that's something completely different. But it's these different experiences that we are not familiar with. And, I, and my way to quickly answer this is this, Jackie, and everyone. So we can either have this little candle and the little, we can either be part of this little flame because that's our little comfortable bit, or you can go beyond that flame and what's and what's what's further away. And that's the bit I'm alluding to. That's the bit that becomes uncomfortable. That's the bit that becomes. It is literally out of our comfort zone. But then the way of answering that then is that that's also really good for us to put us in these environments, whether it is shouting at somebody or whether it is something that you're trying to deliver something in or a minute exercise that you're not used to, that you've never done before. So I find all these experiences, all these experiences really helpful, no matter how uncomfortable and unnatural that I feel that they are.
0: Uh, just to yes, qu- quickly for Jenny uh, Jennifer that's in the comments there. Jennifer, I thought you were away. Otherwise, I would definitely have invited you on. But I would seem to remember you saying you were away. So apologies for you not being on the screen with us. But Jennifer's saying it's a way of pushing yourself to overcome my fear of speak uh, speaking to an audience comfortably as comfortably as possible. I think that's what you mean. So so yeah, it's 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 pushing yourself out of a comfort zone. It's putting yourself in a different in, in a different environment. And it just, I would hope, helps you uh to when you're in those awkward situations, to just speak off the off the top of your head, really. So in the last in the last minute, sorry, Christoph, quick I just wanted to next? ask you
1: what you had noticed as as a difference for all of us who come to the
0: Um, I've definitely noticed your confidence all of you, um, your confidence growing, and the fact that you can now on the, you know, turn of a six months, just turn to the person next to you and start something and just talk. You know, the, in the beginning, those one minute lucky dip questions that came out of the bucket, uh, people would uh, pause or would ha- have to have time to think or whatever, or they didn't know what to answer, whereas now everyone's quite happy to just talk. Uh, and that. I think just makes you feel more comfortable. You all seem a lot more comfortable speaking now. Definitely. Um, yeah. I mean, I have there been, I'm going to go around quickly because we're in our last sort of minute or so. Uh, what's been a kind of an aha moment or a penny drop moment for 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 all of you, any of you? Westro, anything for you? Anything that sort of surprised you or?
3: Well, I think mainly it's um, the old thing, feel, feel the fear and do it anyway. And to find out that you can do it anyway. Great! And, uh, I think that's the that's the key yeah. thing of it all. Yeah, yeah.
0: Jennifer agrees with that definitely.
2: Mark. Mine is the uh, important. My little light bulb moment is to get our points across, and then let those moments, that message, that we want to sink in before we move on to the next sentence. So that's been my my big uh, understanding, and how precious that is.
1: Yeah, brilliant. Thank you, Christoph. Big light bulb moment for me is that some of the stuff that I thought that I was saying really comprehensively, I've got feedback that that's not what I'm saying at all. And to have that ability to to have feedback like that is. Like gold dust, really, because otherwise you just carry on prattling away and no one's understanding you. Yeah, quite right, quite right.
0: You know, it's it, it, we we all need those moments sometimes. Brilliant. And Jennifer says, not realizing I was standing up in front, uh, in front of you all, and speaking naturally. And I think that's sort of yeah, that that actually yeah, was. was a big sort of moment of of just speaking as yourself, speaking authentically. So brilliant. Thank you so much, all of you, for being here today. I am going to be putting a speaker club online for free starting in February. So that's my idea is for to get a community together online, just to give everybody the opportunity to to have have a little bit of a feeling of what the speaker club environment is like, even though it will be online. So if you want to find out more about that, come to Power to Speak. And, again, thank you so much, all of you, for being here. And the next Speaker Club is on Thursday in Southbourne at the Brewhouse and Kitchen. If you are able to make it, then do go to Power to Speak and you can sign up there. But thank you. Everybody should go. Everybody should go. Everybody should go. Brilliant. Lovely. Thank you so much. I'll see you all next week.